A strange alien movie is crashed behind the German lines, and we're sending a well-oiled military unit of our American boys to investigate. One star, that's swell. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 72. Yes. Ah, Seven, 72. <laughs> welcome It's to like 14 all over again. Uh, right. <laughs> 72 is the new 36. It is. What? It is. Okay. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and joining us this week is special guest Shiny Lights T Strell. Welcome he's back, back. Thank you. Like a uh, while, like herpes. He's back <sighs> once <Just> a year. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up once a year, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yep. We uh, forgot to pick up our prescription for Abreva. Yes, these things happen. So, what we do each and every <laughs> episode of the Pampcast is. We talk about herpes. We talk about herpes. <laughs> so we start things very uncomfortably, making fun of our friends. Uh, no, we uh, we march on back through the uh, history of bad movies. We get in the zone. We watch one of them. And then we come in here and talk about said movie for about 30 minutes. Then we rate said shitty movie. Uh, one to five jocks in the good sense. After robot jocks, if it's an enjoyable bad movie. Or it gets one to five bags. Negative sense. As in douchebags after Twilight. So, what we decided to watch this week is uh, a recommendation. I probably should have looked up who, besides ourselves. I mean, it was, uh, was it was it, it was Buck? Yeah, Uber Buck. Uber Buck. Last episode. Buck. Uh, <laughs> yes, Buck, Buck. Buck called Ian oh. and uh, decided to recommend Zone Troopers. So that's what we watched from 1985, a Charles Band production. Yeah, I knew he had recommended it, but I know you had. I had seen the cover image before. Yeah, I think... Because um, I think you had talked about it, or somebody else had suggested it way well, long what ago. happened is um, <clears throat> Travis, uh, when he brought to light the uh, connection of uh, Charles Band connection from several yeah, movies okay. that we watched, I, I went through all of his movies and kind of picked out a few gems, and I saw yeah. Nazis and aliens and yep. said yes. So what you're saying is this is a Charles Band joint. It is. So I think we need to go live to the field. For uh, this week's uh, movie plot summary, let's go to uh, RKO's own Rip Winklethorn out on the scene. In Italy during World War II, a patrol of American soldiers discover a spaceship that has crash-landed in the woods, and they come across its crew. A nearby Nazi unit also finds out about the alien crafts and sends a patrol to capture it and our American boys. Thank you, Rip. Uh, stay safe out there and come home soon. Uncle Sam's depending on you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you follow that? I mean, your actual Uncle Sam. He, he misses you horribly. Uh, so, yeah. Zone Troopers. So we've got... Who, dog? We've got three things. We got soldiers. We do. We got yeah. Nazis. Uh-huh. And we got aliens. Right. <laughs> this should be a recipe for success. It should be, yes. Sh- should be. But let's 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 break it down a little bit. So mm. first off, uh, the star of this vehicle, if you will, is uh, none other Tim than Tim Thomerson, uh, B movie king, uh, just known for well everything B movie. Like like if there's a B movie that's probably had like eight sequels, he was probably in it. <laughs> in at least one of them. Yes. Um, or six of them. Right. 
Yeah, going back to the eighties, let's see. I mean, you got he's the star of Tranters. Uh I believe he's also the doll man of, of the doll man yeah. series of things. Uh, you know, it's just lots lots of classic things that we've we've thought about visiting his works, mm-hmm. but this is the first one we actually have, I think. Yeah, I believe so. And uh he plays the Sarge, who's really not in charge of the of the platoon because you've got the straight out of Academy lieutenant who's like in every one of these movies it's just oh gee i don't know what we should do you know kind of guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course he he's like i think i hear our guys coming and he comes running up the hill and of course gets shot within the first two minutes yeah, by nazis that guy has about a total of 45 seconds of screen yeah. time so thus putting the sarge enough in to tell charge. sarge hey i'm in charge here <laughs> yeah not you not you and not you <laughs> and um <laughs> And Mr. Wahlberg. And um, so he, uh, you know, he gets killed and the Sarge becomes in command, which Art LaFleur, the uh, the king of that guy's, plays Mittens. Yeah, and, Mittens. Uh, he's also, he's, I think he's, he's played a, a Mittens alum. in something else, too. <laughs> well, he also, uh, is, I, he's a Bamcast alum Cobra. because he was in Cobra. Right. Well, the thing I recognize him from is he played uh, Babe Ruth in The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yes. Yeah. That's like, well, as soon as I was looking over his filmography, I was like, okay, yeah, that's where I know him from. Yeah, he was also in Field of Dreams. He so, was the first baseman. I forget what his name was. Okay. Not the shoeless Joe Jackson guy. No. Right. <laughs> not Ray Liotta. He does not look like Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> he, he looks like he should... Honestly, he looks like every movie credit should be like Mob Henchman number four. Yeah. Or as or ba- or a baseball Sergeant. player. Or, I mean, yeah. or, or, yes. or a 1940s baseball player. Right. No, nothing newer than that, no, though. No, no, no. Or a soldier, for that matter. But anyway, so Art LaFleur plays Mittens, and we get a quick little speech by him at some point where he basically says, you know, you should have taken that field promotion and, and been our commanding officer anyway. You know, you get you get us out of everything, Sarge. And so, yeah, he blames Sarge for yeah not saving everyone. Because really, basically, <laughs> it's like those two and a reporter that happen to be there. Right. Well, they start off with a pretty full-sized maybe not even mm-hmm. a platoon probably more like a battalion i mean it's yeah. like there's a bunch of dudes that get murdered in the first scene of the movie basically um, yeah they're like we don't want to pay all these guys cut it no. down to four yeah so they have this whole outfit and the uh lieutenant guy who's not doing his job very well uh has him being sitting ducks ducks and the uh, nazis come in and destroy everybody kill them all. Mm-hmm. yeah like nazis do Except the guy reading a comic book and those nazi <laughs> yeah, guy yeah i got timothy van patten playing joey Who's the uh, the head in the clouds young guy reading science fiction magazines and everything's like mm-hmm. oh gee Sarge oh, Sarge Sarge I think it might be I think it might be from Martian from Mars <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, he's, he's got the he's got the weird fake Italian accent <laughs> right, right. too yeah <laughs> like I, I might be from Brooklyn or, or Crooklyn I'm not sure which mm-hmm. but I mean yeah. might be from Brooklyn and Boston <laughs> and and everywhere in betweens <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so yeah. From Chesapeake Bay all the way to Queens. <laughs> so you got Joey, and then you got Dolan, who um, is the famous reporter who's kind of just shown up and is going to write a story about the Iron Sarge, as they call him, because apparently this guy's been shot at and not killed a whole bunch of times. And He's been killed many well, times. Well, yeah, they make a point to only show, to live. Yeah, a Nazi guy laying on the ground after <laughs> after the Sarge has mowed down an entire field full of Nazis. With his Thompson. <laughs> yeah, he just pops out of the corner and just destroys all of them. There's like 20 guys. He just mows them all down. Yeah, and of course he spits afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's but, what I do when I kill more than five yeah. guys is I spit. And then he's walking, he's walking out to meet with the guys and of course one of them 
rolls over. One of those Nazis <laughs> rolls over. He's like, I got one bit of life left in me. <laughs> Tries to take out the Sarge, shoots him in the back, and somehow he just lives. Well, I think he shot him in the head. Like, Claims he shot helmet. him in the helmet. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Or perhaps he's magical. We don't know which. Yeah, they kind of say he's that alien. he's been killed in action like could be 12 times, surge. yet he keeps coming back. He could possibly be a cop from the future sent back in time to trance things. I, I don't know. I'd believe it. So I kind of figured he was just an alien himself. Could be. Could That's be. how he never died. But I, I want to make a point to say that during that entire scene, there are about five blanks fired out of guns, and the rest of the time, this guy's <laughs> shaking the gun like... <laughs> <laughs> style. That's, they were probably just wooden. They yeah, pro- I mean, this is like this is the budget that we're looking at yeah. here. Well, it's weird because there's like a large budget on certain things, and then it's like scenes like that. They were like, oh shit, oh shit, this is supposed to be war. <laughs> that check war is expensive. Yeah, he's like that check didn't clear, did it? Uh, uh, <laughs> or, or they filmed it once, and they had like six guys, and they're like, we kept trying to film it, like there were more guys running around, but. It wasn't working, yeah. so do we the, probably uh, sh- have to get more extras in here. Do the shockwaves maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> different, different cuts of guys surfacing out of the water. Yeah. yeah. You see guys running in the background to get in the back of the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but that whole scene is just kind of funny because guys are, you know, and guys, when they get shot, there's no squibs or anything. It's just kind of, oh, yeah, only, got me. Only for, <laughs> only for featured deaths. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, there was a lot of spectacular um, flying backwards. Ow, you shot me mm-hmm. shots in this movie. Jumps. Yeah. Some, I mean, some guys like really got into it where they just go flying backwards, leave yep. their feet. And other guys were just kind of like, Oh, and like go down to one knee and then just kind of roll over. Like, like mm-hmm. Oh, I'm dead. Even though it's jumping ahead, my favorite's the fat bald Nazi. Oh yeah, because yeah. he kind of rise a bit <laughs> before he goes down. It's both hands up, jazz even hands. though he gets hit with a machine gun that oh, hits sure. him like four or five times. That's okay. He's like, oh. it, anyway, all this happens and whittles down our American boys down to to, to the four guys, um, so that they can go traipsing off behind enemy lines because they're lost because their compasses traipsing aren't working. Off. Huh? Traipsing? Traipsing? What did I say? You said traipsing. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think? Were, I, were they I, rapesing through the countryside? You no, know, he said traipsing. I mean, I've never known soldiers to traipse. They traipse. Sure. <laughs> they don't seem very well they trained, have, so they're traipsing. They, 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 they have the capacity to traipse. They were traipsing. Yeah. They could skip to my loo, my darling. I mean, whatever. <laughs> They, they go. Were, they get. They get lost, frolicking off into the into the black forest of Germany. All these to do that. They're like, "Oh, there's a deer. Let's go hunting. Woo! I'll make us all moose." Yeah, Joey does kind of pull that shit. Yeah. They were traipsing. Those motherfuckers jo- were traipsing. Joey is a Fair definite enough. traipser. Yeah. I mean, if, if if this was sold as a believable story of war, then yes, they may may, may have gone in formation, sauntered. <laughs> yes, two by two through the woods. Yes, but um, they didn't. Nobody did shit in formation in this no. movie. No, but, but there was one German lineup. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as he said "Forward March," <laughs> they all like it turned into a squiggle. Yeah. See, that's the thing. This movie is from the era before they had like military supervisors that helped you make a movie, or they just couldn't afford military yeah, supervisors. Right. But it's it's that kind of era where it's just like ah, they're in sold. There are soldiers in war. People don't know what that was like, so just have them do this. You know. <laughs> They just people know there's a chain of command, so just yeah, that guy was in charge. Now he's not, right? You know that sort of thing. 
But so they're they're lost because their compasses are just going screwy. They can't get anything on the radio. Radio, radio. And they've been fucking traipsing the whole time. Yeah, so they've been traipsing. <laughs> all so over busy the place. traipsing that. And uh, so they're just kind of wandering around because they don't know where they are. They're not sure which direction they're going. They're just like, let's keep moving because that's what the Sarge keeps saying: is move, move, keep moving, keep moving, God moving. Damn it. move, bitch. and um, <laughs> out the way. And so eventually, um, they stop for the night and. Uh, they get the idea, like I said, uh, one of them says, I saw a deer. And they're like, well, meat would be good right about now. Let's go <laughs> shoot that deer. And so two of them leave off, and now they've split their tiny enough party into mm-hmm. two different parties. And uh, Well, what I love is that the soldiers keep like taking orders from the reporter. Right, yeah. He's like, oh, don't wake the Sarge yeah. up. Let's just go hunting. <laughs> I can kill a deer with one shot. So they wander into this Nazi camp, and uh, the, the reporter and, and Mittens, um, who were hunting for the deer, wandered in this Nazi camp and uh, basically find all this paperwork and stuff, photos, photos and, and schematics and everything of this film spaceship. Yeah. Yep. They just find all this crap. And uh, of course they get captured because, you know, they go into well, a Nazi camp, which is yeah. generally not a good idea when there's two of you mm-hmm. and you're so ineptly trained as they are. And Dolan turns on the projector and is like, oh, yeah. Scheisse. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. And then, How do I turn this thing off? Yeah, so they get captured, and then uh, the Sarge finally wakes up, and Joey's like, Sarge, I couldn't stop them. They went... <laughs> I'm not even going to try his accent. Well, no. Joey's outside yeah. with baseball oh, cards right, right. and a little <laughs> baseball diamond he's made out of rocks, and he's like rolling dice and going, oh, is he going to get the big home run? Let's find out. Yeah, he's playing World War II D&D with baseball cards. Yeah. <laughs> this guy has no concept of the danger he's in at this very moment. Right, and Joe DiMaggio he's in the German country. He's in, he's in the Italian countryside, crawling with Nazis, yeah. and he's reenacting the World Series. Right. Now, how else am I going to watch the World Series, Sarge? Yeah. So <laughs> Miss Sarge is like, "You fucking, <laughs> fucking <laughs> well, he just loses all ability to speak at that point because yeah. he's just like, <laughs> he's just so clean. <laughs> I had to shoot you myself. <laughs> just pick that shit. <laughs> you know how much those cards are worth? <laughs> you just got them in the dirt? <laughs> Don't fuck! <laughs> I just spit all over my goddamn place. Uh. I'm glad so, yeah. I down. Damn. So the Sarge is not a baseball fan. No. I'm to say. He's not a jackass fan, which this guy is. <laughs> He's the one guy that actually kind of tries to be a soldier throughout the course of this movie. I think that's why it works, though. Yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> he's just fighting all of them more than he's fighting the Nazis. Yeah. The Nazis are pretty easy compared to these jackasses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, so then they go off looking for Mittens and Dolan, and uh, they wander uh, upon the actual spacecraft. Uh, th- I-, I should mention that Joey, the night before when he was on watch, basically saw one of the aliens... Yeah, but it was dark, and he just yeah. kind of freaked out. He just kind of freaked out, ran inside. Could have been a moose. Could have been a moose, yeah, which is what they tell him. And, oh, you're Draven. You're not crazy. You saw a moose in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do appreciate that about Joey, though, that he's like, I know this sounds crazy. I must have lost my damn mind. <laughs> shell shock? I, th- yeah. I think I'm shell shocked. Or yeah. I, obviously crazy. At least he doesn't pull the typical movie thing of like, no, I swear to you, I saw it. And everyone's like, you're crazy. Yeah. So at least they don't do that. Yeah. So then they go off running. The Sarge and Joey go off running, find the spaceship, um, kind of go exploring around it for no good reason. And it is it, that's actually one of the very cool shots in the movie yeah. is when they come across the spaceship. It's across like a valley, mm-hmm. 
and you're looking at it and and it yeah it doesn't look that big and then they actually have the guys run in frame up to the side of it and then you see that it's like they built built a big ass model and buried it in that field yeah so that that's like one of those few shots where i was like okay that was pretty damn cool sure just so they give you some size scale so they go traipsing throughout the (laughs) spaceship (laughs) looking at all the various things and you know some wackiness ensues within there, but anyway, the, they they kind of trap themselves in the cockpit, I guess, and they hear the Nazis with, coming with in. With the dead yeah. alien pilot. Yeah. So, of course, Joey's like, that's exactly like what I saw last night. Yeah. They Wait, saw, they saw the dead here. alien storage sign and mm-hmm. went on in. <laughs> and um, so I also enjoy Sarge in that scene, too. Yeah. Because he's like, don't touch He's like, anything. Yeah. And of course, what does he do? He touches something and shuts the door yeah. on him. And well, he found lights. lights on. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, we got to get out of here. This dead thing's freaking me out. <laughs> so they, I thought he was going to get an Ensign Award for a minute there. I, I mean, thought he was going to be like, and I'm claustrophobic. And God damn it, oh. Joey. I'm xenophobic, claustrophobic. <laughs> Where are those baseball cards? <laughs> Where's the van? <laughs> it was supposed to be here. But yeah, so they're oh, that's what happens is they're looking through the alien periscope, and he sees like the whole you know Nazi regiment, yeah, coming, coming in. Like basically everyone that should have been in the camp is now in you know incoming to this uh, spaceship, and uh, they're like, oh shit! And Joey, of course, with his comic book education, finds the escape hatch, and <laughs> he's like, if I was a Martian, what yeah. would I do? <laughs> hey, I think like a Martian here. Beep boop, beep bop, <laughs> and. Uh, so yeah, they 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 basically sneak out, crawl through this ventilation shaft on the spaceship, and uh, then uh, the, the Sarge decides if the Nazis want this thing, then it's their it's job to go. blow it the fuck up because you know that's just what you do, I guess. Because There's, the Sarge is about blowing shit up. Sure, yeah. Actually, the Sarge isn't even he doesn't really care about survival. All he cares about is fucking over Nazis. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. much. I think he I think he knows that he's not going to die. I think yeah. he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I honestly think he is because he's an just alien like, with amazing, powerful grenade that I'm. He lobs into the spaceship. <laughs> yeah, they, it, it obviously hit the dilithium crystals or whatever the heck that yes, was sir. inside there. Yeah, because he's like, let's toss a grenade in the back and no, get no, out no, of no. here. Yeah. Or toss a pineapple. pineapple in the back. That's right. Toss a pineapple in the back and we'll hey, get my man, out. I ain't fall banana, no banana in my space pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they toss a grenade down the back, and we get that model the fucking. Fireball. However much they spent on that model, they spent twice as much in gasoline to <laughs> blow that model the fuck Oh, up. yeah. Strike the set. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was one take only. They, yeah, they, they didn't have enough to do that no over. There was no second chance on that. It's a fucking mushroom cloud. Of, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Tim Thomerson is, is a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it is as good an explosion as you're going to get. In any sort of movie yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. like like a oh, yeah. real honest to god explosion. This is like Omega Cop explosion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty fucking big. <laughs> it's not so quite. That, it's not quite the like the guy three feet in front of it. Oh shit! Oh shit! As Omega Cop, but it's a big ass fucking explosion. Yeah, and it's full of Nazis too. So that's <laughs> it even is. better. That just makes it better. It's a spaceship full of Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> you do not want to roast, roast your marshmallows on that. I'm <laughs> telling you that right now. This marshmallow tastes like Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they blow it up. Dead Nazi. My and, and at this point is when uh, Dolan and Mittens are getting interrogated by mm-hmm. all the by all the Nazis. Right. And the one guy that speaks English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Of course. He's kind of like the... Was he the... Yeah, Commandant. I don't yeah, know. Whatever sure. it was. The leader. <laughs> the big bad guy Nazi. Right. 
<laughs> the one you shoot at the end of Wolf. The one damn Nazi that went to school, I guess. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So then, and it turns out at the same time they have captured that alien that what's his face saw Joey saw the night before. Right. And who and walks in? The veg alien. Hitler himself. Yeah, Hitler shows up. Hey, like, it's like, always good when Hitler shows up. Yeah, it's like you know, it's not a party till Hitler's there. <laughs> a Nazi party, <laughs> <laughs> a socialist party. Yeah, but um, yeah. So he shows up. He's like, "Show me the alien," but he says it in German, and I did enjoy. Show me the alien. <laughs> yeah. Well, I shouldn't say enjoy, but I appreciate that they left all of the German dialogue just straight up. They're saying it, no subtitles, any of that. Yeah. So you're kind of left in the dark as much as all the guys are. Except for, I want to point out the first, the fact that the first formation we yes. see, they speak English. March. Just in a, yes. a horrible yep. German accent. They're like, forward. okay, <laughs> forward march. Yep. You know, and then the rest of the time, we, we actually speak German. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah, yeah, that's all. Hitler says something you have no idea. And I mean, they go on for a while, some of these conversations. Well, Mins like, has been beaten, like, unconscious at this point, you know, because they've refused to talk. They're doing the whole name, serial number, yeah, rank. And, and Dolan was going to talk, yeah. and Mittens talked him out of it. And, right. So then Mins is just sitting there, like, kind of knocked out, and Hitler shows up, and he just kind of, like, blearily eyes sees Hitler and just immediately stands up and knocks him the fuck out. It's <laughs> 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 like. Like, I guess, you know, it's training number one, you know, probably first day of yeah. boot camp. Should you see Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> do Punch what you him can. in the face. <laughs> do what you can to knock him the fuck out. Preferably kill him, but, you know, do what you can. So, yeah. And Dolan appreciates this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dolan's like, dude, yeah, just knocked out Hitler. Lynn's pretty much walks around the rest of the movie like, I, I punched out Hitler. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, whatever. We got this fucking alien here. I believe that, but you <laughs> fucking punching Hitler. Got the fuck out of yeah. here. <laughs> And you know Mittens had to be pissed that he got trumped by the fact that there's a fucking alien yeah, in there. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you can tell your grandkids that story, but yeah, yeah, I punched out Hitler. No, tell us about the alien again, Grandpa. <laughs> Damn it, you shut up. So, <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk alien thing um, because <laughs> the we, thing, uh, the we thing kinda, with, we kind of need to. By the way, the thing with the face, Gina. Yes. <laughs> you gave away it. You, that's it. Well, it's a it's a monkey. I made up the joke. I can say it. Yeah, God damn it. it's a monkey <laughs> insect hybrid thing with big ass bug eyes. You know, and and hammer pants and hammer pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, all the aliens Don't are wearing them. pantaloons. They they mm-hmm. you know stick way out on the side kind of things. Oompa loompa style. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's got these pincher things and mandibles and then. Or pinchers. Whatever. <laughs> They're the same thing. Yeah. Uh, predator face. Yeah, he's got a predator face, but with... Predator like, mouth. And he has oh, predator vision, which they show a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, and pink <laughs> mouth gina. Like, yes. Because yeah. we also come to find out that the furry, ugly one is the female of the species, which mm-hmm. is She's far more, more deadlier than, than the male. The male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we kind of skipped over the fact that, that the Sarge and Joey kind of bust them out of the camp. Right. Along with the alien. Uh, you know, these things happen. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, but they they know, drive a truck through they the entire drive, They camp. make a point to they are take just like, down every tent. Fuck your camp. Yeah. <laughs> they run over everything every with the tent. truck. Every tent they see. Yeah. Any tent they didn't hit with the truck, they hit with a grenade. Yes. Hey, you like your tent? <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Sarge is like the worst driver ever. He drives into a tree. <laughs> but yeah, so they wreck the entire camp. Crash the tree, crash the truck, just, and then they're like, we got to go. And he's like, Joey's like, well, aren't we taking the alien with us? 
And the, alien, taking the alien with his yeah, boss? And the alien's like... <laughs> 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 the alien's like... <laughs> <laughs> Watch those they, mandibles. <laughs> but they didn't speak. They didn't speak alien, yeah. so they they missed out. That's too bad. Yeah. And then there's a very a very long scene of them becoming friends with the alien by feeding it cigarettes. Mm. <laughs> Try so, new delicious yeah. Lucky Strikes. Mm. It's like them hitting it's on a sixteen year old. You know, they're like, hey, I got cigarettes. You need them. And go buy your wine cooler yeah. too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, these aren't your father's lucky strikes. So they have that touching moment in the cave, and um, <laughs> and then they basically <laughs> go outside and they meet the rest of the alien family, mm-hmm. and they're all helmet wearing, ray gun carrying, standard alien looking mm-hmm. cheap monster movies, and all of a sudden they go and take off their helmets, and they well they look like Andorians. For I'm just going to throw that out there for Star Trek geeks, they're blue faced, white haired, just you know they don't have any yeah. antennae things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then uh, they have this weird, you know, steampunk universal translator thing that the one dude sticks in his ear. Of course. It apparently doesn't work very well. well or yeah. just or the guy is just fucking unamused. Attention. Yeah, they just they yeah. don't give a fuck. Because, like, yeah. the guy's finally like, yo, hey, uh, what, what, what about, uh, you guys got any females? Like, you know, blondes from Venus? And he's like, the furry one is a female. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they usually? And he's like, oh, oh shit. Oh. Uh, Joey's like Joey though Joey's kind of excited about this Joey's like (laughs) he's like I got rapport going on with this thing he's like I've been working on that chick all day I've been traipsing I got rapport (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get me some mouth china (laughs) I showed him my baseball collection that's a Sandy Colfax original (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh, so basically, these these blue skin guys just show up with a fresh new spacecraft, just sitting there, not crashed, and uh, they don't really want to make conversation with the the army guys. They're just kind of like, get the you know, get the female on board. We're getting the fuck out of here, and you know, so they're course, like the older brother coming to pick up the sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you've been out all night. Yeah. Where have you been? Have you been eating cigarettes again? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to those guys. Yeah. Just stop talking to them. And of course, the, the one guy you know comes running across the hill is like. Oh damn! Nazi army's coming, and um, yeah. Well, a tank, a tank shows up. A yeah, tank shows true. up, and she's like, "Spoiler alert!" She's struck retarded or something at some point because she just kind of stands there <laughs> in the ship while all the other ones are like, "Oh shit!" They're like, "Oh fuck!" It was tank. like they seatbelted her in or something, and she couldn't move. <laughs> well, yeah, she just sat there, and maybe she was high on cigarettes. <laughs> we don't know. But yeah, she just kind of stands there, and, yeah, um, and Joey Joey's goes, like, "I'm gonna get some if I help her." Yeah, of course. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, Joey tries to save her because he thinks he's probably going to get some, and pretty much gets blown up for his trouble. Yeah. Or blasted away from the rocket enough to kill him. Right. Yeah, and then, of course, she goes, oh, shit, I've got badass alien tech here. Um, I could disintegrate that tank with a little tiny Yo-yo, thing in my pocket. Yeah, Whatever it was. Yeah. So, yeah, after Joey's been shot and laying Killed. there dead, yeah, basically, she goes, and disappears the tank. And yeah, yeah. Like, thanks a lot there. Yeah, and Sarge runs Mouth up. And, yeah. <laughs> and then Joey. Before I die, could you just tickle my balls with your mandibles? <laughs> Please, Sarge, tell him what I'm saying. Get the thing in his ear. Get it in his ear. That's what I want you to be doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, so... Joey had issues. Yeah, well, 
of, of many science fiction magazines. Yep. And, and then he dies. And they were cured by him dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I got to admit was a pretty lame death. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, he got killed by a tank. That's, you know, nah. you know. He was dumb. It didn't look that cool. He, no, 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 it wasn't. He died trying to save his alien... Whore. Yeah. <laughs> alien thing. Mm-hmm. Woman. <laughs> yep. Monkey cricket. Face, so face china. So then creature. that's that, okay. So he so, dies. Yeah, so then the, there two of them. The Sarge and the um, you know, Mittens are burying Joey because they've known him for so long. And Dolan's out. I guess keeping watch. And he comes running up and says, "Shit, the whole Nazi army's coming." Yeah, and, and they like, try and get help from the aliens. Aliens yeah. are like, "Hey, no. you, you got ray guns and shit, and we yeah. won't help you kill your own kind." <laughs> and <laughs> his point is Mittens. Well, Mittens' he, amazing line. He, just, he gets his big scene. Yeah, he gets right up in the fucking camera, like. If this was in 3D, he'd be in your lap mm-hmm. and says, <laughs> they're not our kind. Oh, doesn't he say those Nazis ain't our <laughs> yeah, kind? Yeah. Nazis ain't he our kind. He may have actually said Krauts. Uh, they did Kraut. They this, crowded it This up a movie lot. did break the record for Krauts. Oh, yeah. They never said Jerry once, which, I mean, it was yeah. the more common thing. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, they didn't have... No, no <laughs> war supervisors. They didn't have a researcher. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. no, that's where the... Yeah. That's, Jerry was the... The nomenclature of World War Two, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So anyway, the aliens are like, "Fuck off!" So they get the three guys are like, "All right, time to hold off the German army." Yep. With like let's see how this goes. Of, yeah. Of bullets. <laughs> like three clips. Yeah. Between the four, three right, of us. Let's go do this. You alien yeah. bastards, just stay back there and yeah. fix your damn spaceship. We'll be going and dying we'll, for you. Yeah, we'll hope that you make it. Yeah. Because of course the Sarge, he doesn't give a shit. He's like. Oh. If the Germans want it, fuck them. He's like 50 cents. <laughs> fucking bulletproof, man. Yeah. Shit ain't touching him. Yeah. yeah. So they kill about half of them, run out of bullets, and so the Sarge just starts waving a, waving the white flag. He's like, all right, uh, we surrender now. Oh, we are talk. Sorry about killing about 30 or, 30 or so of yeah. your guys, but we want to talk. Surrender now. We're really tired, and we're yeah. out of bullets, so yeah. let's talk this yeah. over. But uh, the Sarge did disclose a couple minutes earlier that he had... One grenade left. Mm. One that he was saving. Of course, he was saving it. Yeah, I was expecting a "you always were an asshole, Gorman" scene. <laughs> sure, but, but no. Yeah, he goes down and uh, goes to shake the German commander's hand, I guess, and stuffs a grenade in his jacket for his troubles and mm-hmm. blows him up. Which and the guy blows him up right in his face. Yeah, and the, which causes all the other Nazis to, to run. Just run. <laughs> like he's got magical grenades out the wazoo, I guess, or something, but. <laughs> Scheiser. Yeah, they all just take off running and you cut the head off the snake. I guess. But they don't run for very long because they start kind of coming back and then the guys are surrounded. You know, the remaining two guys are mm-hmm. surrounded and all of a sudden then the aliens go, you know, maybe yeah. we will help you kill your own kind. Yeah, the, the girl <laughs> the girl alien yeah. probably talks them into it. Yeah, well, well she, yeah, she runs out and hands them ray guns. Right. <laughs> which are straight 1930s style science fiction ray guns. They They're got kind like, of cool. awesome. They got Ooh, a radar dish cool. on they the actually front. look like those little things you you know you use to listen in on conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, little shotgun mics. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that's probably what they were. They were modified shotgun yeah. mics, most likely. Yeah, so they just start or, you know, parabola or parabolic mics yeah. if you prefer. That's it. I don't. Someone will call us on it. Okay. So yeah, they start pew pew pewing all the Nazis pew, and yeah, save the day pew, and pew. you know that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then Mitz and Dolan are walking off and. Mitz is like, you got to tell him all the whole story. And, yeah. and Dolan's like, um, dude, kind of got no proof yeah. whatsoever. We'll think we're fucking crazy. Aliens took off. Yeah. We ain't got shit. He's like, well, sell it to one of Joey's science fiction magazines. And he's like, you know, that sounds like a plan. And then 
Of course. Final scene. Sarge shows up. Sarge is just standing in the middle of the road. Yeah. Striking a pose. Yeah, kind of a worrisome pose that he takes. uh, I think it's supposed to be kind of manly, but it's sort of of not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like. Looks kind of swishy. Hey, guys. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) lie. Hey, guys. Just took a grenade in the face. (laughs) Give me a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. He just turns into a pimp all of a sudden. I, Mm -hmm. I don't know why. So, yeah. And the movie ends. And you see his in-print copy from, you know, Tales of the yeah. Suspense, or whatever it is. Zone Troopers. Zone Troopers. I still don't understand the title. Uh, that was their zone to troop. <laughs> they trooped all over it was, that. It was, it was, it was actually way. supposed to be Zone Traipsers, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was oh. lost in translation. I, I just did I that see. for you. Okay, yeah. there you go. Germans. Yeah. Yeah. In the original. So anyway, mm-hmm. I guess it's rating time, isn't it? All right, let's do that. <laughs> There's Ooh. nothing left to cover. No, not really. Mm-mm. I'll go first. Okay. Go for it, BJ. One jocks. Wow. Just one, huh? Just one. Yeah, as much fun as we have making fun of this movie, watching it, just, I, I don't know. I I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't get into it. Something about it just didn't really I suspect really you fell home. asleep at some point. I did. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> never if, a good sign. If a movie, if a movie lets me fall asleep, then it's usually not going to get a a, a a good rating. It's not enough exploding Nazis for you. Were Pretty there. much, yeah. It was. You're at least awake for the giant explosion, right? Yes. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. I was there okay. for that. But yeah, not a, not enough shooting Nazis uh, for what I expected to be a Nazi shooting movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Maybe maybe on a better day I could give it a two, but uh, not today. As it stands, not today. One. This will not be the day. So I'm hovering somewhere in the like overall movie. I'm kind of hovering in the two to three range myself. Mm-hmm. Um, by far and away, I'm giving an entire jocks for the mushroom cloud explosion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So already accounted for. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much. I'm just saying, yeah. like movie on a whole, I'm like probably sitting at a two, maybe leaning into a three. But you know, so that would push it into the three or four range. But I, I think I'm going to settle on two, bumping it to three uh, as, a, as an mm-hmm. overall. So, so three? Three, three okay. total, yes. I mean, that's you factory took, in yeah. the large-ass explosion. Yeah, because I was going to say, if I could give it two and a half, I would give it two and a half. Okay. Yeah. But I'm kind of, I'm more at a two, because it's not, it's not terrible by any means. Yeah, it's, it's not like really, really It's just, it's one bad. of those movies. It's just kind of. Blah. Yeah, well, it's one of those movies that kind of suffers from being PG thirteen. Yeah, a little or, bit. or PG actually, just PG because it's like all the kills are kind of bloodless. It's just kind of I don't know. It's it's got a this weird little bit of a goofy tone to it that kind of goes a little too far in the goofy direction almost. And it's such a contrast from having the uh, you know the Sarge who's barking orders, but. You know, obviously, there's no swearing. We've inserted more swearing into Sarge's <laughs> lines than sure, sure. ever existed in the movie. Well, I'll, I'll say this, and I'm not trying to affect your rating at all, but um, as you guys have both seen, the, our lost episode with something like Raptor Island, where uh, you have a, a soldier unit, um, be it this is only four guys in, by the end, but I definitely felt... I felt like I cared, even if even if they're goofy. Like something about Raptor yeah. Island, like I couldn't give two shits, and I couldn't tell you one of them from the other, other than Lorenzo Lamas or something. Mm-hmm. You know, so at least I appreciate the fact that they were characters. They were characters, and, yeah. and like you know, well, yeah, relatable, because you're with you know? them the whole movie, right? And right. that's and that's they, probably well, the biggest strength that they, they have yeah. is whittling it down to just yeah. four guys right off the well, bat. Well, they bothered to give them personalities and 
things like yeah. that. You know, yes, they did well, that. They did that whole like let's say their name far too many times. So it's like, yeah. yes, I got it. That fucker's mittens. There's only four guys. I got it. <laughs> yeah, you know. But um, there's the same. It's not. It's not that it's bad. Right, you know, right. I'm not giving it one jocks because it's bad. No, no, I'm just a bad, bad movie. It's just not. It's just not that good. I mean, it doesn't yeah, really stand no. like out. I said, I'm not at trying, all. Not trying to affect your rating at all. Like I said, I just yeah. I appreciate it for that fact. That yeah, but it has a very early '80s feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff feels like it's aped from like Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the musical score it is aped from sets everything like John Williams. Well, and they also um, blatantly stole a Star Trek communicate. It was actually a communicator noise when they opened up one of the doors. Really? It, it, I don't think it was the noise from the door so much as it was a you know yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So T Strell, where are you at? You know, I'm also in between a two and a three. I'm going to go with the two though. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that that. Well, and I mentioned it while it was going on. They had some really cool period vehicles I don't think I've ever seen in any other movies. They That's because they may have made them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they had a they had a tank motorcycle. That was pretty cool. I've seen one of those before, but it's pretty awesome. Huh. Either yeah. way. Yeah, the explosions, you know, and the... Uh, yeah, wasn't yeah, that Yeah, that explosion that alone is worth a jog. Yeah. Easily. Yep. And That's on a better day, like, just like BJ, on a better day, I'd probably give it a three, but I'm going to stick with a two. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, it's on streaming. Obviously, as you've heard from us, if you get in the right mind frame, you can have fun with this movie. Oh, definitely. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's not like you're going to hate it. But no, but please see. You're our, not going to go out see our other higher yeah. higher rated movies like Arena yeah. and yeah. and, like and that here's the first. deal: Arena was written by the guy who directed this. Okay, watch Arena. Right. If you have not seen Arena, watch Arena instead. Yeah. If you've got Netflix and can watch this, watch Arena instead. If you haven't, mm-hmm. so that's all we have to say. All right, let's move on. We got Oscar talk in the second Man, half. Man, Oscar gonna... talk. Welcome back. Hey, Mavcast. Second half. Half number two. So, we're basically going to break down the Oscar nominees and um, kind of go over who we want to win, who we think should win, and maybe any other thoughts we have therein. This will be the definitive guide to the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by some guys who know something about movies, but are not experts. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Right. So, we're basically going to go blow down uh, IMDb's list, skipping uh, Best Picture and save it for last. So with that in mind, why don't we jump right into actor in a leading role? All right. So who are the nominees? Me. Uh, Javier Bardem for Beautiful. That doesn't know how to spell. Jeff Bridges for True Grit. Jesse Eisenberg for Social Network. Colin Firth for The King's Speech. And James Franco for uh, 127 Hours. I only saw one of those. It's a good category. Yeah, um, that's right off the bat. Solid picks. Yeah, right off the bat, I I, we said it when we saw it, but Jeff Bridges, True Grit. I think he should win back to back Oscars. Yes, without a doubt. I agree. Do you think it's going to happen? No, (laughs) I think Jesse Eisenberg is going to win, and I think that's a damn shame because uh, number one, I mean, I know you're not supposed to do this, and know you're not supposed to say this person doesn't deserve it, but I honestly think. For his career at this point, this will be bad for his career if he wins an Oscar. Because he is, as much as his portrayal of Mark Zuckerberg was 
different from how he normally acts in mm-hmm. his not quite Michael Sarah-ness. Um It's not different enough. And I think it's just going to pigeonhole him into that even further. You know, it's basically like he was slightly more self-assured, but still the mumbling kind of yeah. outcast person. And I, I just, I think he's got better potential than that. And I think it's going to be very bad to reward him for this. And mm. I, I think, I think if he wins, it's going to be like in a year, be like, fuck, another Jesse Eisenberg movie, you know, <laughs> maybe not quite that bad, but yeah, I could see that. But I, I think he still deserves it because okay. I really do think that that that's a very tough line to walk what he does with that character. Yeah. And I think he did it perfectly. And, and it's one of those cases where I just couldn't see anybody else in that role. Okay. And, and I, and trust me, I love Jeff Bridges and Drew Grit, but I just don't, I don't see him winning for that. And actually, even though I think Jesse Eisenberg should win, I think Colin Firth is going to end up. I'm actually okay with that too. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm pretty it, I, sure he's going to get the Oscar for that. I think he's kind of always been um, a criminally underappreciated actor mm-hmm. and um, he, he really nails it in this movie. I mean, basically to have to play the whole movie with a speech impediment, but not like, not as, you know, as the term says to go full retard, you know, mm-hmm. just to like, just to have that slight stammer and, and the way he pulls it off. I mean, he's, he's really, really good in that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, now, and you know, period piece, that sort yeah. of stuff. That's the sort of crap Academy just can't get it, enough. Of. It is. I still think, I think it's kind of a, I think it's an underdog sort of thing. I, I don't know. I don't know where he's being listed in the in the. I haven't really read people's predictions or anything like mm-hmm. that. I don't tend to do that. My well, biggest, I haven't read many either. I just know what movies are kind of getting talked about, yeah. and King's Speech is the one that's getting the most buzz. Right. Well, I'll say this and about him in particular. That category is. I think the biggest oversight in that is. I think James Franco was good in 127 Hours, and it's definitely shows that he actually has a range. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. have to just play stoner kid, even though he kind of does sort of, like, yeah, it's just to me again, it's kind of like the Jesse Eisenberg thing. It's like, I see what you did. I just don't see that. It's, you know, leaps and bounds better than what you normally do. Um, and I think leaving like sad, sadly enough, the notebook's own Ryan Gosling, I think absolutely deserved a nomination for blue Valentine. he, it's weird to me because we'll get on to actress that Michelle Williams would get nominated for that and not him because mm-hmm. he's like 10 times more intense and strong in that movie and just dives head first in that role. So I just think that's a weird oversight, my opinion. Yeah. But I mean, you look at that list. So yeah. James Franco is the one that you, I boot. would, well, I, I haven't seen the Javier Bardem movie, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Um, can't speak to that, but yeah, I, I didn't think Franco's performance and it just seems it, I guess I kind of have a problem with somebody. This might be a little bit why I have a problem with the Jesse Eisenberg thing is like playing a real life person as an actor. Mm -hmm. I never that impressed by it. You know, it's just like, yeah, it seems kind of easy, especially if it's a modern thing that you can meet the person or watch clips of them. You know, I mean, it just, it's kind of weird to me that I don't find that, uh, yeah, that seems, that seems, that seems that. like seems really easy for an actor. Like, hey, play this guy. You know, yeah. just do it your way. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, anyway. all right. Uh, so, do we want so, to move on to best actress? Yeah. Um, hmm. Your the mother. nominees are yeah Annette Bening for the Kids Are All Right, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman for Rabbit Hole, Jennifer Lawrence for Winter's Bone, 
Natalie Portman for Black Swan. And Michelle Williams for Blue Valentine. Right. I honestly think my pick my pick is actually going to be the one. I I absolutely would pick Natalie Portman for Black Swan. I just Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I had her for should win and will win. Yeah, I I just think that's gonna be the case. And anyone else I just I don't know. I don't see it. <laughs> Again, the only one on that list I haven't seen is isn't it Rabbit Hole. I'm assuming Nicole Kidman hole or something. I don't know, but I haven't seen that mm. one, so I, I can't speak to that, but I've seen all the others and by far and away out of that list. Her by a mile. Yeah. You kinda I, have a, a bit of a crush though. Well, yeah, but I mean <laughs> I can also distance it and say she did amazing in that movie. Yeah. Have you I seen the clip that shows her just crying in every movie she's yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've seen that and the the extended goofy laugh and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, extended goofy <laughs> That's laugh. That's funny. Right. Did you see the uh, Jim Carrey version of Black Swan? Uh, briefly. <laughs> briefly. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen any of those movies, so I'm ill qualified to comment on this particular segment. Yeah, I have one thing to say about one of the movies there, but I'm saving it. So okay, moving on. All right, so moving on to Best Supporting Actor. You're right. Um, we okay. got Christian Bale in The Fighter, John Hawks in Winter's Bone, Jeremy Renner in The Town, Mark Ruffalo with The Kids Are All Right, and Jeffrey Rush in The King's Speech. This was a tougher one. Yeah, that's a little bit tougher. Um, I I wish I'd seen the town. I haven't yet um, seen all of the others. Mm -hmm. Uh, My pick for should win is kind of weird because I I was so lukewarm in the movie, but I think John Hawks in Winter's Bone is yeah, it's just a pretty amazing performance for a supporting role. I mean, he doesn't Mm. he doesn't have a ton of screen time, and for someone to come in and just nail a part like that. I mean, because Jeffrey Rush um, and even Christian Bale are very arguably not supporting roles. They're mm-hmm. in the movie just almost as much as the main characters kind of thing. Well, we'll get that in supporting yeah. actress too. But Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know. It's probably going to win. I, I I don't know. Jeffrey Rush probably. He, You know, he's pretty damn strong in that. I think it's going to be Christian Bale, personally. Really? And I'm, yeah, I, the only thing working yeah. against him at this point is the fact that he's kind of after that whole outburst thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like people regard him as kind of a prick. That's and that, you know, and sadly with Academy voting, they people look at that sort of stuff. You know, which is kind of it's sad that that's how it's judged, but a lot of times well, it is a popularity contest. I just I hope they bring back the uh the format from last year and we can have uh Colin Farrell uh regaling us with tales of working with Jeremy Renner on SWAT again. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh just saying, but yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, Christian Bale's really strong in that movie. Yeah, I think he's he's the one who seems to have the buzz at this point. Okay, well, I'm fine with either one or all three. I I think they all did really good. I just like I said, my wild card that I'd like to see win would be John Hawks, just because his his is the one performance that just kind of floored me in his small amount of screen time. So nice. Also, because he's in a movie with Bone in the title. That too. True. So, all right, BJ, give us the best supporting actress ooh. nominees. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role nominees: Amy Adams for The Fighter, Helena Bonham Carter for The King's Speech, Melissa Leo for The Fighter, Haley Steinfeld for True Grit, and Jackie Weaver for Animal Kingdom. Is all everyone, of these movies came out in 2010? Is everyone in The Fighter nominated for an acting? Yes, except for award? Marky Mark. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, not, not you. you. <laughs> no, not you. Not you. And not you. Not um, you. I've only seen one of these movies, but um, so far I'm batting zero. Haley Haley Steinfeld was just stunning. I think, and I think this is kind of consensus. She probably should have been up for best actress. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she she had she more had, screen time yeah, anyway. in that movie than anything else, but landscape, <laughs> pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, yeah, except for grit. Yes, grit well, was yes. the only thing that had more screen grit, time. But grit would have been. Uh, I just mean the grit yeah. on the ground. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think she's going to win because best supporting actress is always that weird wild card one. You know, you had Anna Paquin winning it when she was what eleven, I yeah. think. You know, you've had. Um, Marissa Tomei won it. Right. It's still kind of yeah. like, what? Yeah, well, yeah, especially Which, for now, that nowadays, movie, yes. Yeah, nowadays you're like, okay. But back then you were kind of like, for my cousin Vinny, really? Yeah. You know, so much so that people were wondering if the wrong card was or red. Or Pat Marina, already good. Supporting actor. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, but, but I, just, I just think supporting actress is one of those where they're more willing to go with someone young like that. Yeah. True. And, she's, she's, and the thing is, she deserves it. Yeah, she does. She was and, so good in that movie. Yeah, like Helena Bonham Carter... You know, she's been around. She's been right around, now. and like, she's good in it. But it's just kind of, it's like she had like one good line in the movie, where it's just like, huh, that's that's charming and funny, and and works for your character. But she's just kind of there. there, yeah, yeah. So having seen the fighter, do you think Amy Adams and Melissa Leo will definitely cancel each other out? Definitely not Amy Adams. I I don't even know why she's on this list. She has she has like so little time in the movie and doesn't do anything that we haven't seen plenty of actresses do you know it's like hey do a box at a boston accent be that tough chick who works in a bar and can handle herself you know yeah and i gotta admit i'm getting sick of the boston accent yeah well we don't need that many movies set in boston well yeah it's not not in boston proper but yeah you know that just so everyone can do a boston accent you know it's kind of like all right guys and i'll I'll say (laughs) this about i mean if if melissa leo could win because she plays one of those roles as like you just want to hate her, but that's her purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't I don't know how that ever factors into things, but playing a despicable character is sometimes kind of difficult. And Hannibal Lecter won, yeah. So, so. but yeah, no, my pick is definitely Haley Steinfeld. I think she was pretty amazing. I just again, I'm I'm peeved about the you know lowering it to supporting role type of thing, which is kind of dumb. They probably did that because she's an unknown and because she's um, you know, young, and probably because you've got you know you've got Jeff Bridges and Matt yeah. Damon and Josh Brolin and all the rest who really don't play nearly as big a part as she does. But yeah. you've got them in that movie, and it. I suppose I don't know why they felt that they overshadowed her because they didn't. No, but, no. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Any other thoughts on that? Or do we pretty much clear no. out? Yeah. Uh, so we got best writing screenplay written directly for the screen. Nominees are Another Year, The Fighter, Inception, Blah. The Kids Are Alright, and The King's Speech. And to me, it, I mean, it's pretty much, I think it's only between Inception and King's Speech. Yeah, and I, I think this one's King's Speech, hands down. Yeah. Because it's a talkie movie, and it, it's, it, screams win screen screenplay probably not best picture this this screams the like this is what we're going to give this and it's close to best picture but it's not best picture mm-hmm. so and the thing is inception's a pretty 
pretty damn well-written movie. It is. But it's the a, problem is it's not an Academy-type movie. Right, no. And yeah. unless Inception, and that's the thing, if Inception was like on a roll with Leo was nominated for something, right. and, you know, and all sorts of people were nominated, then I think we'd have a much better chance of winning it this seems category. It seems that way. Like if, if a yeah. blockbuster movie actually comes in and actually has a lot of Oscar nominations, it's going to sweep. You know, mm-hmm. that just seems to be the way it is. But. Yeah, but this one just doesn't. Yeah, I think King's Speech is going to get it. Okay. For all the same reasons you just said. Yeah. I'm still not going to get into it, but fuck me if the ki- Kids Are All Right wins. A, of all the awards it could win, if Kids Are All Right wins a, wins a writing screenplay, fuck you, Hollywood. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, just from what you told me in the hallway at work today, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not impressed. Yeah. Especially but, uh, fuck you on that one for if, yeah. if, if writing, if nothing else. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So. I've only seen Inception out of these, so that's all I can comment on. And I don't really have a comment for it, so okay. There you go. So, I don't. I, I don't think it'll win. Right. Yeah. So best writing from previously produced or published. Uh, we got 127 hours. The Social Network. Toy Story. Toy 3. Story Three. True Grit and Winter's Bone. Is Toy Story Three because it's a sequel? I guess. Uh, that's I. Okay. I think maybe I heard it was based on some other story that they just adapted it to be a. I don't know. Don't hmm. quote me on that. It Serious could, story. Did they come out with a set of comic books or something? Maybe. No, I don't know. It's nothing no. like that. If anything, it's because it's a sequel. Based on the game. Yeah. It, it might be. The, it's Based probably on- the sequel thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't even know if there's discussion here. I, this is this is Aaron Sorkin's Oscar, yeah. hands down. Like, Just wrap it up. Ship it to him. He doesn't even have to show up. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty much... I know he would win it, yeah. but I, I just want to throw some love to True Grit. Yeah. Yes. I would like too. it too, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Especially if the Coens had not won Oscars previously, there's a chance, but right. I don't think so. I think it's it's yeah. got to be Social Network. Yeah. That's just. I mean, that one. Social Network's the hip choice. Well, it's just. Well, I mean, it's a damn good screenplay. Well, yeah. It's the writing in that is its absolute strongest suit. You know, you can argue anything about anything else about it, but you can't argue the writing really mm-hmm. <laughs> when you see it. So. Yep. So that was easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> animated feature film of the year unfair let's let's hear it bj how to train your dragon the illusionist toy story 3 toy story 3 can't be up for best picture and it, it's got to lose its place yeah it's all or nothing i mean it's pretty much toy story 3 wins this yeah well yeah even though i kind of think mm. how to train your dragon should it's, it's a much better movie <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i don't have kids i know we can get hate mail on this whatever mm-hmm. but i guarantee you you can watch How to Train Your Dragon some years later, and it's still going to resonate. It's it's a damn fine fairy tale movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any kind of let's make hip hop you know pop culture references. It's just a damn fine movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope it surprises and wins, just so Pixar doesn't keep sweeping it every freaking year. Right. When this is when this is the strongest thing I think anyone's ever brought up against Pixar. You know, it just should be the time when it's like, look, this is your third fucking movie. I think we gave you Oscars for the other two. You know what? You're you're done. Move on to something else. Stop making <laughs> Cars two. Fuck you. you know, sequel yeah. machine over. Have um have, has anybody seen The Illusionist? I I have not. It's no, I haven't either. It's from the Triplets of Belleville uh, director, so it's artsy, weird, Frenchy animation. Mm, okay. Um, I tried to watch Triplets of Belleville, and it's just it's just not my thing. Maybe I know a lot of people like that, but. I just I couldn't get into that style of animation, and that's so. one I don't think has a chance because more people have seen either of the other yeah. two yeah. Mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, we're gonna jump ahead a few yeah, categories. We too. Have, yeah, we haven't seen any foreign language ones, so we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna do our weird thing we did last year and just guess. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just we're skipping categories we haven't seen yeah. anything on. So we're gonna go to cinematography. Yeah, of which we have Black Swan, Inception, The King's Speech, The Social Network, True Grit. Okay, I'm a big fan of Wally Pfister. Wally Pfister, just because mm-hmm. of his name of Inception, Pfister yeah. of Inception fame. The actually, all these, own Wally Fister. Yes, <laughs> actually, all these guys have kind of weird names: Matthew Libatique, Wally Fister, Danny Cohen, which is kind of boring, but <laughs> Jeff Cronenweth and Roger Deakins. Okay, man, and Roger Deakins is pretty much a legend at this point. Yeah, um, has he won an Oscar? I think I'm he's one of few. Sure he's one of you. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it's, I think he won for No Country for Old Men. Yeah, actually. it's kind of sad to, to say I want to fill his shelf with more Oscars, but. It's hard to argue with how True Grit looks. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, Nominated for nine. I'm a big fan of the strangeness of how it was shot grainy and and crystal clear in Black Swan, but I think that's an extreme long shot. And, uh, you know, as much as I love Inception, to me, the cinematography is not its strong suit. It does does the job, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything exceptionally mind-blowing like... I mean, like for the King's Speech to even be in here, I, I don't, I don't know why. I, I, there's like a couple of shots where it's like, oh yeah, that's that's well composed and interesting. And oh good, it looks like the inside of another castle. Well, no, it's. <laughs> I mean, there's like there's there's some things that happen in it that are kind of nifty and like castles. No, there's like no. it goes to this great Trains. big racetrack thing, and there's no. thousands of people, you know, way off in the distance that you can see and stuff mm. like that. But mm-hmm. it's it's not cinematography winning material at all. Yeah. Social Network. I could see Social Network winning if that movie gets on a roll. Yeah. If it's winning a bunch of other Oscars, I could see that happening. Yeah. But really the... the but when you compare it to True Grit... Yeah. The Regatta Race is the only thing that really stands out in that entire mm-hmm. movie as far as, holy shit, that's cool, Fincher-esque, yeah. you know, cinematography and direction and editing and everything. But yeah, I'd like to see True Grit win, um, but would be happy with Black Swan as well. Um I'm sticking with True Grit. I I don't have a better one. I think is going to win. All right, next we got best original score. Oh, does someone we, like what? to read the nominees for best original? Score? Are you skipping a few? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't feel like doing best achievement in makeup. <laughs> original what score. About? We've got 127 hours. How to Train Your Dragon. Inception. The King's Speech and The Social Network. If you'd like the breakdown of who that is actually for, well, read it for yourself. There's another shoe in. I think. I don't think anything but it's Inception wins. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I mean, when you've got something that culturally <laughs> legendary that <laughs> people just know what yeah. you're talking about Bwom. when you go bomb, it's... Though, I hate to say that there's a remote chance that could work against it. Because it could be voters saying, well, everybody's going to vote for Inception, so... I'm going to be different. Yeah, so social network, well, I like that too. You know, I could see something dumb like that happening. Well, not as dumb but as... But I think Inception should be the winner, and I, I'm pretty sure it will be the Not winner. as what, dumb as what they did with the entire uh, nominee list, and that's leaving off Daft Punk's Tron soundtrack. Tron. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fuck Which, you. Uh, Seriously. It's because they're Daft and yeah. Punk. I mean... I, I can't think of anyone in our age group on the internet, you know, on social networks, um, that... I can't think of another soundtrack in so many years that has generated so much buzz. I mean, people that don't even like probably never possibly even watch the movie, listen to the soundtrack and mm-hmm. like it and know it and talk about it still. And 
Yeah, it's just for that to not even be on the list, whatever. That soundtrack should get Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> yeah, it's basically kind of Yeah, good. the soundtrack matters to the movie, right. to the yeah. plot of the actual <laughs> movie, which is kind of insane to think yeah. about. So um, that in mind, uh, I don't think we really care about songs so much. No. Just give Randy Newman another Oscar and let's move on. Because um, <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah sound mixing right. again, right. eh. Sound editing, same kind of thing, even though this is one of the things that Tron actually was nominated for. Uh, what's the difference between sound mixing and sound editing? I mean, uh, we, we did this last year. But did it, we? Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> and I still don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I still don't, I still don't know, but yeah, just go they look need it to up. combine, not, they yeah. need to combine the categories well, of just best achievement and sound. There's, it, there is a difference. And just put everybody's name in what there. What they really need to do is just take things like that and shove it off to the technical awards because mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit that watches the actual Oscars. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Let you know, let the poor actress who's hot have to go stand in the room with all the you know union guys and yeah. for six hours and give mm-hmm. out technical awards to, yep. to the guys that win. Fifty guys come up on stage because they all worked on whatever mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. the one that everyone should leave in the main broadcast. What's that? Best achievement in visual effects. Another yes. another bogus category. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part One, Hereafter, Inception. And Iron Man 2. Alice in Wonderland's visual effects were actually kind of fun. I really... I would they were, it's, its visual style was fun. Yeah, that too. The execution of some of the effects was pretty sloppy, though. That's why I, I don't think Alice in Wonderland will win. Because yeah. there, there were a lot of parts where I was like, oh... Well, I'm just yeah. Saying, you guys didn't clean that up, did you? <laughs> in, in a year where I mean, in the categories where you can include something like Iron Man two and and Alice in Wonderland and even fucking Harry Potter, yeah, you're kind of screwed. And you don't you don't include Tron, Tron. in in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a category like this. True grit. Yeah, that's what? kind of amazing. <laughs> that, that that just really that boggles my mind to no end. Unstoppable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, Inception. It's it, practical effects went out to me every time. And they built fucking gimbal rooms and big, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Crazy they fold shit. up a city on. They top fold of itself. up a fucking city on top of itself. So yeah, whatever. If you're not going to nominate Tron, which also used some practical effects and a hell of a lot of really advanced CGI effects, far and above all these other ones, mm-hmm. Inception done. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, generally, much as I'd like to see Inception win, fuck you, Academy, for not even recognizing Tron and. Mm-hmm. One, its own, its its strong suit, you know, soundtrack. I mean, the two things that it's most known for: visual effects, soundtrack. Fuck everything else. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's fun, but it's you know, everything else about it is not even remotely Oscar worthy. So there, I'm done. <laughs> not even screenplay, huh? What for Inception? No, no, I'm talking about Tron. Oh, okay, I'm just okay. saying the, the Tron had okay, two okay. things. Okay. Tron I thought you were talking about Inception. I was Tron, like, really? No, Tron had visual effects and soundtrack. And yeah, you don't nominate those two things. Well, what about hey, best Jeff use Bridges of was Jeff, nominated? Best use of Jeff Bridges Dude, in a from twenty a, years ago. Best use of Jeff Bridges in a in a Tron movie. <laughs> sure, he Definitely wins goes every to year. Tron. Yeah. Best skin tight outfit, Olivia Wilde. Wow. He, yeah, where was the supporting actress on that one? Oh wait, I take that back. Scarlett yeah. Johansson, Black Widow. That wins that. Ooh. Never mind. Anyway, moving on. There moving on. That. We'll mention documentary real quick. Extra the gift shop, Gasland, Inside Job, Restrepo, and Wasteland. We just want to see Exit Through the Gift Shop win because yes. that would be crazy. But we want to see it? the spectacle. To see how Banksy slash whoever Shows would up. accept. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's going like to be a inside, No, it sounds like Inside Job is... Really? Yeah. In, inside Job is the one? Yeah, they're, 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 done, they're done with the war. We're on to the uh, financial the crisis. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Oh, I thought that was a 911. You'd movie. think so, but I think yeah. that's what they want you to think by the title. Hmm. And they may bring it up somewhere along the way and say that it led to the econ- economic crash because they wanted it to. I don't know. Of Didn't course. see it, whatever. <laughs> uh, all the rest. Didn't see it, don't care. Other documentaries, short yeah, blah, shit blah, we haven't blah, seen. Blah. All right. Okay, so we got Best Achievement in Directing. Who would like to read off the nominees? I'll read them. Thank you, BJ. Best Achievement in Directing nominees. Darren Aronofsky for Black Swan. Ethan Cohen. Joel Cohen for True Grit. David Fincher for The Social Network. Tom Hooper for The King's Speech. David O. Russell for The Fighter. One Christopher of Nolan for... In- oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait. wait. Where... Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. What? Wait, what? the list only has five oh, on it. Wait. Wait. Where's... What? It's a pretty strong five. Yeah. You have to go one level deeper. You have to go deeper, yeah. Inception. Yeah. <laughs> inside, inside the actual Oscar will be his Oscar. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Okay, well, what you were saying... Nolan. Yeah. Can't get it. So. Can't get it, so... Um, what you were saying earlier about Christian Bale and possibly ruining his chances for being known as an asshole pretty much marked down David O. Russell for the fighter. That guy is a mega douche, but he knows how to direct a movie, but he's Mm -hmm. still a mega douche and it's been proven on multiple occasions. But that being said, um, we don't, I, I, I will say we all like those of us that have seen it, like the social network being Mackie and I love the Mm -hmm. social network. think it's a great movie. But I think we'll, we're both on the same page that this is not the movie David Fincher needs to win for. He doesn't bring any of his pizzazz. I mean... Yeah. He doesn't... It's, he does, it's not... A, he's got much better movies. Yeah. He doesn't do anything like anything anybody jobs. else. Like Ron Howard could have directed The Social Network and you probably wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. You know, it's just... <laughs> but the thing is, he's. I think he's going to win for it. Okay. I think it's kind of the same thing as Christian Bale, the principle of, well, he's well-respected, he's been around, and... Yeah, well, I, and nobody and nobody else in the list is like a strong knockout. I'd like to see Aronofsky win. Run. That's my that's my. I think directing wise, that's that's all him. But that's just my pick. I, I so you think Aronofsky is going to win, or do, that's my that's why I want him to win. Him to win. Yeah. I uh, to a, who do I think is going to win? You're probably right. It's probably going to be Fincher. But I just that's because I going into our next category, which is best picture. Yeah. I just have to basically segue into that. Yeah. So let's go ahead and cover that. And I again, I think social network's going to be the hip choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, the only way you need I to could see, see it because I think no, 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 no I'm yeah, not, no, and I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not speaking to the quality of the movie, and I've had okay. this discussion with far too many people. Mm, I'm not speaking to the quality of the movie. I just think that it's going to be the cool thing to vote for. Okay. Yeah. Well, because people because they want to seem cool. The only way I could see Tom Hooper winning. Is if like hell freezes over? Well, no. If King's Speech just goes on a huge run, because uh, yeah. it's happened before. Okay. If hell f- 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 freezes over, yeah. Okay. And do you think there's do you exactly. think there's an outside chance for uh, for my favorite True Grit? I don't think so because I think the Coens have run one recently, and that sadly factors in. Yep, it really does. Like because they won in two thousand seven. Yeah, so that was four years ago. I know, but it's still holy crap. It was actually in 2008 that they won it, but it was for a movie in 2007. Yeah, so, you know. All but right. Either way, let's move on to the best picture and get this shindig over with. All right. Nominees are 127 Hours, Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, Whoa. The Kids Are All Right, 
The King's Speech, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit, and Winter's Bone. Bone. All right, what are the movies that you think wouldn't have made this list? Do you want me to just go and get that out of the way? Yes. Well, let me segue this first, because it's what I just said um, about directing. I think this is going to be one of those years that they, when they pick the director, it's going to be the same winner as Best Picture, unless Inception somehow wins, which I don't think it's going to. But he, he can't win directing because he's not nominated. That being said... The only, like you were saying, the only re- the only way Tom Hooper possibly wins the best director Oscar is if King's Speech somehow wins Best Picture. I don't think either of those is going to happen, but there you go. I think it's going to be one of those. It seems like lately they just they're lazy and they're like, oh, obviously this is Best Picture, so the person that was directing it is obviously the best director. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily the case because sometimes a movie is more you know is more about the sum of its parts instead of one particular thing about it. That being said, that that explains my true or my uh, King's speech thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to see, or I can't. What I can't wait to see is the uproar from all the fans of the movies that don't win. Okay, because I think this is a very like. It seems like it's kind of a fan heavy. Okay, kind of a fan crazy maybe year. Yeah, and it there might be some some pretty funny like Twitter verse backlash okay like i will be i will be watching twitter when this is announced just to see how many people explode and how big they explode okay i think there will be some some gnashing of teeth and wailing and clutching at breasts there always is well i'm gonna go ahead and get my small rant out of the way there is one movie on this list that now we will say i want to preface this okay you have seen all of the 10 i have i made a point to watch all of them Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. you. You win an Oscar for having You're a movie god among men, sir. So there's one movie that on is on this list that honestly makes me angry that it's on this list. Ooh, ooh, a- and ooh, ooh. I know which one. <laughs> well, I've already kind of spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. I have major issues with The Kids Are All Right. Um, first off, it has absolutely nothing to do with the, the homosexual plot of the movie at all. I'm just, if you listen to me in the past, you know I don't like Brokeback Mountain, and it's not for the reasons you know that most red states of America would say is the reasons for not liking Brokeback Mountain. Um, I just don't think it's a very strong movie. It's a pretty movie, you know. It's filmed well, but it, it and, and when it's all over, it serves no purpose. And this tr- doubly, triply so. This is basically like this is this year's Little Miss Sunshine. It's it's kind of cute and harmless enough on the surface, like, uh, like little miss sunshine is, is uh, I'm not directly trying to compare these. I'm just saying this is the, the wild car, Juno, little miss sunshine. This is the, we're going to put it on there. It has zero fuck all chance of winning, but it's just on there because we need, we need an indie movie to feel like we play well with everybody. Um, an indie quirky movie, I should say, but this movie is disturbingly wrong. (laughs) Um, I don't know who this movie is supposed to appeal to. Number one, it's, about uh, a lesbian couple that live, I, I, I assume in San Francisco, it's never really specifically discussed, but the locale looks that way. It's obviously California. But they, they're they yuppies. They, they, they do the go to bars and drink wine and talk about composting. And it's fucking... Who, that sounds like fun. Who, who relates to these fucking... Like, it's such a small percentage of the world that can even relate to fucking... Not even hipsters, just like super douche, like... California 
people. You know, like I said, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're lesbians. It's just like the people that live out in California and, oh, we're so in touch with, you know, Earth man, dude, you know, and talk like that as, as 40 and 50 year olds still. Mm-hmm. Just number one right off the bat, like, take that. People who weren't old enough to be hippies. Right. Acting like they're hippies probably, just to be cool. Probably a little bit, yeah. Or just that, you know, because, you know, the hippie movement never really left San Francisco. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't really matter what age you are there. That all being said, like, that's that's number one reason I think, like, there's little reason to connect to these people. But the the overall plot and message of this movie, I just think, is kind of horrible. Um, <laughs> wow. This movie's plot is kind of horrible. <laughs> because without spoiling too much, I, I guess I'm going to have to a little, do a little bit, but... I don't think any of you guys are super interested in seeing this movie. Basically, so. everybody's shitty to each other and in the worst yeah. ways possible. Kind of, yeah. Um, like basically, what what happens in a nutshell? The plot of the movie: um, the the two lesbians, uh, the couple has two kids. Um, they went to a sperm bank, got a donor thing, and what they decided to do is have two kids, but let each of them have one of the kids. You know, using the, the donated sperm. One of the kids is turning eighteen, about to leave for college. The younger kid says, hey, I want to know who our biological father is, but I'm not old enough to ask for the papers because I'm not 18. Can you do it for me? So she says, all right. And they go out and they're like, we just want to meet the guy. They just want to go have dinner with him, meet him, get to know, you know, see who he is and then get the hell out of his life. But they kind of take a shine to him and start hanging out with him, getting to know him and everything. Of course. Yeah. And one thing leads to another. One of the lesbians kind of decides to have an affair with him. Not so much because like, she decides she's straight. It's just that she's unhappy in her relationship and he just happens to be a person <laughs> who shows some interest in her. And, um, so, you know, as in typical movie fashion, the other one finds out hijinks ensue. Yeah, well, everyone finds out about the affair. <laughs> they get all mad. And eventually the two of them make up. They basically go to Mark Ruffalo, the, the male uh, character in this movie and be like, Fuck you, you had an affair with my significant other. Get the fuck out of my lives. Get the fuck out of our children's life. We never want to see you again. Mm-hmm. And then it's over. So the the two females forgive each other. The, the children kind of get over the thing. They realize they're a family unit, and they all go about their lives. So at the end, the kids are all right? The kids are all right, yes. <laughs> well, well, Do well. they say that? No. Aww. No, they don't. But my problem How with the that kids is... Man, I would have stood up and cheered. Been like, yeah, the kids are all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said the title. <laughs> Woo! Mackie, how but are the my, kids? My major problem with... <laughs> they throw me out of the local <laughs> art theater. My major problem with this Kicking is... and screaming. Here's Mark Ruffalo's character who was just... Minding his own business, had his own... Like, not only minding his own business, but it's not like he's a scumbag. He owns his own business. He started his own business. He, had, you know, he grows his own food, has this local you know, shop and everything. Everything's pretty good in his life. And out of nowhere, these kids come up and go, Hey, you're a father. Um, such like to know that. So like, he's really just dragged into this entire plot and left at the end with like, Hey, fuck you. You're a scumbag. I, I forgive my wife here, but you're a scumbag. Get the fuck out of our lives. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, it's just kind of terrible. It's like, I mean, you know, I'm not saying he's not a part of that, but the other half, I mean, an affair takes two people to tango. Mm-hmm. You know, the other half is just let nice off me- Scott. Nice mixed metaphor. You know, you know, it's like <laughs> the other, the other half is let off scot free basically at, at the end of the movie. And and he's just like left there, you know, holding his dick in his hand. Like, Oh yeah, I had kids for like a day. You know. So what you're saying is it's the feel good comedy of the summer. <laughs> well, it's just like <laughs> this summer, Mark Ruffalo's about I, to find out. I don't know. Maybe so, I maybe I shouldn't take so much offense to this movie, but I just I kind of did. It does yeah. sound like kind of a shitty treatment yeah, of the, it, the, the the situation. Well, like I said, I mean, well, it's like you almost like he's almost the kind of likable guy. Like he's not such a San Francisco douchebag. He's <laughs> he's like 
okay, you know, he's, you he's know, less douchey. He's less douchey. Like, oh, he started a restaurant. Okay, that's all right. You know, he's banging the hostess, I guess. I mean, whatever. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like. That's a, a winter's bone. It's just like at the end of the movie, you're like, all right, fuck, dude, this guy, poor guy. So whatever. you really hated this movie? Yeah, I kind of did. But anyway. Now, is it something because it, is it just because it offended you? It's a little bit. Like of, that? It's or? a little bit offensive. And like I said, not for the ways like most people do. Like, oh, this movie offended me. And it's not that at all. It's like. It's like holy shit, this poor guy who was just minding his own business. Or is it just because it was a bummer of an ending? It's it's a bummer of an ending. I don't think it's 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 not particularly fun or touching at any point in time. Uh-huh. You know, it's just kind of it says there. Don't don't eat sperm. I I won't. Yeah, I won't. I'm just like yeah. Because so, to me, honestly, it kind of sounds just in your reaction, kind of sounds like me with um in the bedroom. Okay, I believe about ten years ago, which was it was like I know that this is good. And that everything in like how it was made was good and how it was written was good. Right. But the feeling it left me with by the end of it was just like, ugh. Well, yeah, it's like your, and friend, it's one of those like movies, your friends like, and neighbors are in the company of men. Yeah. Like before. It's like one of those movies where, where you can acknowledge that it's good, yeah. but you never want to watch it again. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you, I, I had to like take like three showers after watching it in the company of men. It's like yeah. I could recognize all the sum of its parts. Like this is a great movie, but God, I feel I hate. <laughs> but if you like it, you're terrible. Yeah, I kind of want to like cut my dick off right now because apparently I'm terrible for being a man. But, you are. Yeah, I know. But, and uh, then that guy went and made Wicker Man. Yeah, he did. So yeah. So oh, fuck God. that. Oh guy. God, the bees. So, so y- you've done your penance, sir. Yeah, I just I in a in a New York second I would replace Kids Are All Right with Blue Valentine. Um, there are. I mean, like there is one scene in Blue Valentine that is resonates a thousand times more powerful than the entirety of kids are all right. Yeah. There's a scene on the, on the, on the bus in blue Valentine. That's all I'm going to say. It's just mm-hmm. holy shit. But yeah. Was it a blur gerble on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no face China. Damn. Yeah. Oh, not seeing that movie. Okay. But there was so, no, um, the kids are all right. So do. So anyway, I, I've gone on my rant. So, I mean, yeah. Um, so with all that said, <laughs> Oh, who, who do you want to win, and who do you think will win? Who do I want to win? Um, I still the movie I'm going to take away from last year that's on this list is still going to be Inception. Mm. I, I know that's that's strange, Whoa. which is never ever going not to win. probably going to win. Um, but my safe choice is is Social Network. Social Network's going to win. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily want it to, but I don't I don't I don't begrudge it either. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I I think it's basically it's between social network and King Speech. Really? So yeah. the King Speech is really getting that much love. It got more nominations than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I mean, when I like, that happens, there's usually unless yeah. it gets like shut the hell out. But that I'm just afraid King Speech is going to be one of those like ten years net from now, people are going to be bad mouthing that movie hard because like kind of like Shakespeare in Love at yes. this point. Well, like I still really like that movie. I don't. I don't like. My love for a movie doesn't necessarily weaken over Yeah, time. Shakespeare in Love is not bad. It's, it's a, just not a best picture. Uh, okay. Not even close. All right. All right. It's a fun movie that you can say, yeah, it, you know, you can recommend it to okay. people. It's well made, but it's, it's... It's arguable, but okay. I don't remember what, I don't remember what else it beat out, so I'm sure it was it amazing It beat out things. Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Boo! Whatever. Yeah. Our war anyway, heroes Anyway, this is this win. year, not yeah, 97 or so. The terrorists won that year. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's it. That's all I got to say. Um, doop doop do. My 
the one that I would like to see win, and if you've been listening to the podcast at all, you know. <laughs> BJ's um, favorite movie. You know that it's going to be uh, 127 hours. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you were a big. I was a big fan. Big wow, BJ. Of one. That statement just disarmed me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that, funnily enough, that movie kind of annoyed me from the trailers. Okay. I hope it's better than. I hope. I hope when I finally see it, it doesn't annoy me as much as the trailer did. What I only uh, saw that one twice. What annoyed you? It, it, he's it very was, douchey in the beginning of that trailer. Yeah. Okay. He's very extraordinarily well, I, douchey. I will tell you this about the trailer: is um, it's it's mishmashed to make it all look like it's before what happens happens, and it's not. The trailer is like weirdly cut. Well, no, I Are mean, I, most I, of the movie is a flashback. Some of it is in in a strange way, mostly hallucination based. Mm-hmm. Um, like he starts to go a little fruity <laughs> in the in the cave. Like it's just, mm-hmm. he gets a little weird down there. So yeah, but um, I'm still gonna you know try to try to check it out. Okay. But um, my my pick because I've only seen what one, two of these. My pick would be True Grit. Obviously, the one I think is going to win is. I have a feeling Social Network is going to win. And it's just, it got a lot of buzz. It got a lot of, got a lot of rave reviews. And I just, like I said earlier, I think it's, I think it's a hit pick. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to go that way. Yeah. And it is Um, a timely movie too. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a topic that's on people's minds. Yeah. Especially with the. And on other computer screens. With the, um. (laughs) Especially with the, me right now, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just punched you. Okay. The social with media revolutions mind. as of late. Um, I, I think it will be even more hip um, with a strong second going to probably the King's Speech because I've heard a lot of buzz about it. Yeah, like I, so. I enjoyed that movie a lot. I just, I, I do not see that being, that is not best picture material. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not, you know, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it happens. I know. Oh, one other, uh, one other shutout, no. uh, lack of nomination that I just has to be mentioned is Mila Kunis, Black Swan, not even nominated, just weird. Yeah, I guess that is, that is interesting. That's strange. Yeah, so that's all. <laughs> Unstoppable only got one nomination. I'm pissed. What, what was it for? Really? Did it? Yeah, well, some, uh, it's sound editing. Sound editing. Choo-choo. I'll pull for it. <laughs> Wait. Oh God! It's like Sophie's Choice. You got Tron and you got Unstoppable. Yeah. Oh no! I know <laughs> the toughest category. Ned should have been nominated for not without my best Tron everything. Main, train, train, my Tron train, train, Tron train, train, Tron. Tron had trains in it too. So yeah, uh, it did. It's true. It might win. All right. Yeah. So there you go. There are picks. I seems to be there's somewhere we, there. We some seem consensus. to think Social Network is going to win Best Picture. Yeah, I think so. So we can check our scorecards. Though I will say Monday um, morning, the one movie I want to point out that if you haven't seen out of the best picture list, like besides the ones you've all heard about a bajillion times, like Social Network, Inception, all those, if you haven't seen, run out and see The Fighter. Holy shit, that movie is so much better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I I want to I want to murder the the evil sisters in that movie because they're horrible and have big hair and they just travel in packs. <laughs> like wild dogs so roaming the countryside. So you're saying it's a Cinderella remake? I'm just saying, like it's. I hate them. Like they're just and the mother too. I mean, they're just they're there to be annoying and horrible people. But mm-hmm. the feeling you get by the end of that movie, right? It, it rivals Rocky. I'm not gonna lie. Damn. Yeah. Like I was ready to stand up and cheer by the end of that movie. So That's a good movie. That then. is that is a good sign. That's pretty good. Anyway, so we got anything else? 
we do have we do have an important announcement yeah. about Drive Angry 3D. I was say, that's what I was about to get to. Which will be, uh, as you're listening to <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, I was going to say, somehow if you're listening to this tomorrow, at the yeah, earliest. If you're listening to this on Friday, then it is tomorrow. If you're listening to it on Saturday, you should be driving to the theater probably. Um, we are going to be doing the closest to 2 o'clock. Yeah. At which theater? Um, probably the Cinemark Tinseltown. Cinemark Tinseltown. So the south all, side of Jacksonville. All Jacksonville bad movie fiends. Be on the lookout. Yeah. We are also going to Facebook this. Yeah, we'll put it on Facebook, Twitter. We're we'll probably have Twitter a post this. on the main page right. as well. So that you know what's up. Right. You're going to be there, right? I will be there. Okay. So you'll at least get to everyone meet in this room. Yeah, you'll mm-hmm. get to meet Shiny Lights, T-Strell, and, and Harlow, and Mackie, and yeah. me. But yeah, that is Cinemark Tinseltown. As soon as we can find the times, we will have them posted. So... If you're listening to this and going, oh, crap, go on the Facebook site, go check our Twitter, check yeah. the website. We will post all yeah. of the times that we have. We would be seeing yeah. them now if they already posted. But them. we are yeah. going to see Drive Angry in 3D on the biggest screen we can. Yep. At the closest yep. to 2 p.m. on Saturday the 26th. Right. And if you've, I mean, you know, if you if you follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters, you've probably mm-hmm. already seen it. But uh, just so you know, that is our plan if you... And if you can't miss it somehow. And how would they be following us on the hey, Facebooks and Twitter? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, shit. If you can't join us to see it, but you see it this weekend, give us a call on the uh, phone. Let us on know what you thought. On the phone. On the phone. On the Garfield phone. <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> say, say give us hey, a call Garfield. On the phone. Say, hey, Garfield. Hey, Garfield. Hey, Garfield. I saw that drive angry 3D, and hey, let me tell you something. There this was not I. enough driving or angriness. Garfield. <laughs> this is I-T. But there was plenty of 3D. <laughs> I saw Drive Angry and it was super, super gangster. gangster. <laughs> Take that movie up the racket. Put it in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. so BJ, if someone wanted to get in touch with us and tell us how awesome they thought Drive Angry would be. Or how much fun they had seeing Drive Angry 3D with ex- us. Exactly. You can check us out on the website at www.bmfcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast. You can find us on, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast. You can find us on iTunes. Just search for the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. You can also rate and review us there while you're there. We prefer five stars. And you can also subscribe so that you get your podcasts bright and early every Friday. Automagically. Automagically. Uh, downloaded onto your iPod or your i-something or your whatever you use. Or your Windows machine. Or your, or your Zune, maybe. I don't no, know Zune's can, dead. I don't know if you can do Long that. Long live the Zune. So... I think that's about I think it. There's one. Is there one more thing? The, the Garfield phone. What? The phone. What is this you speak of? Would this be a way for people to call and leave a voicemail and be yes. featured on the podcast mm-hmm. on wow. the internet? Man, you know, I hang on, hang on, hang on. I think I got something for that. And hang I'm, on, and I'm going to tell you this: if this should happen, <laughs> it's an honor. I'm making this work. <laughs> no, no, you don't do it on your computer. <laughs> no, I'm making it work uh, by using the computer. Oh, okay. I've set, I've just set up the BMF Cast hotline, the Garfield phone, hmm. so you can call it using this telephone number nine one zero five jocks BMF. That's nine one zero five J O X BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. You can call us, leave us a message, tell us what you think. You can be like Buck Max. Uh, other Max, Clint, Clint, Travis, uh, Travis, Travis, John P, John P. I think the Green Captain and and the Fleabeard mm-hmm. have also contributed. Uh, Ed has also Edba. Yep. Yeah. yeah so be like nice. all the cool kids and call the Garfield phone. 
Remember, if you are trying to help, or if you are trying to get organized with us to see the movie, do not call the Garfield phone. <laughs> he will not tell you anything. Right. You will not be able to find out the details via the Garfield phone. Though, if you ask confused questions, we'll probably play them next episode. We so. most likely will. Hey, where are you guys at? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm at Tinseltown, and uh, what you guys look I like? I don't know where you guys are. I'm at the Fleming Island 12. I was told <laughs> that you would be here. <laughs> the Fleming Island <laughs> I'm in Jacksonville, Alabama, <laughs> Mississippi, <laughs> Tinseltown. Yeah, we it's Jacksonville, Florida. Yep. But uh, yeah, right. we're, we are looking forward to it. We're looking forward to uh, seeing you folks out there. Um, hopefully all of you can come. And we're looking forward to driving angry. In three, in three dimensions. dimensions. Okay. All right. Let's get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> that is... <laughs> That's good. Truer words have never been spoken. Amen. Okay. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. T-Strail. And this is Bamcast Out. Can you get these, you know, mandibles working on my mandibles, you know? <laughs> Why did you wait till I said <laughs> Why did you save that one for the goddamn podcast for real? <laughs> oh, goddamn it. <laughs> you win. You always do. Level up. Oh, that's one internet for you. <laughs>